We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, part two of the 2020 PGA Tour Players Draft. We've already done the first five rounds. If you hit the description of this video or podcast, you can find part one where we made the first 30 picks of the season. It is myself. Well, actually, Jeff Ulrich has the first overall pick from DK Live. Uh, pick two went to me, Pat Mayo, at the PME on Twitter. Pick number three went to Rick Gaiman, at Rick Run Good on Twitter, and DFS On Demand. Pick number four is a random computer generator, which makes pretty shitty picks, to be perfectly honest with you, but we'll see if no one loses to that team. Ben Raza from Awesomeo.com, at JazzRazDFS on Twitter, has the number five pick, and Jeff Feinberg, everyone's favorite, had the swing pick at the very end. He will be picking first here momentarily, but before we do that, I want to let everyone know, if you want to get into a draw for 100 DK dollars, what you do is subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast you can tell a friend as well to subscribe just download all the shows it's going to help out this show so i can continue to give away things like 100 dk dollars but subscribe to the audio podcast rate it five stars DraftKings handle something you like about the show and you will be in that draw for 100 dk dollars do you want to play in the gups corner one and done for the upcoming season well if you see the show shared on instagram facebook or twitter reply after sharing it. you either share it or retweet it no quote tweeting instant DQ, but if you retweet it and then reply with the hashtag GUP1, you'll be in a draw to get a free entry into the GUP's Corner. One and done for the season. One of the most fun things you can do all year. And of course, fantasynational.com. If you don't know about fantasynational.com already, give your head a shake. What are you doing? You're probably non-competitive as it pertains to gambling or DraftKings Golf. Tournament Simulator ownership projection the most customizable stat database on the planet a very easy to use custom model plus a ton more become a member at fantasynational.com today and i guarantee well i mean i can't guarantee you won't be disappointed you'll have fun just playing around on fantasy national if you want to know more about golf it will tell you what you need to know about golf if you make bad picks well that's on you it's not on me i make bad picks all the time using it but i've made some pretty good ones as well let's get into the show jeff feinberg is up first with pick number one of the sixth round. You're on the clock. Your team currently sits, because you had the number six pick in this draft, which means you have the first pick of the sixth round. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Hideki Matsuyama, Tony Finau, Colin Morikawa. Who are you adding to that team? I am going to add a player that might make someone turn their head, but he is now, I believe, going to try to be a full-time PGA Tour player Um Ooh, a temporary member. So this is a European who I believe is going to, they don't want to lose the status like what happened to an Alex Noren last year. 
You got to pound the starts. You got to go everywhere. What are you saying? You don't want to go be the fourth favorite at the Bermuda Open? Exactly, because it didn't happen. Um, some people love them. Some people hate them. Matthew Fitzpatrick. Oh God, a lot of close calls last year. Matthew don't Fitz. love the pick, but he's going to start. He's going to start a ton on the PGA Tour this season. Question: Well, that's not good for him because he can only win like shitty Euro Masters. Events. Except the real Masters, yeah. right? Wasn't that his shtick? Yeah, he, he won, won like the Nordia Masters. He won the Czech Masters. He won the Omega Masters. <laughs> right, uh, Ben, you do a ton of Euro. Do you like? Is Fitzpatrick is what? He's number. He's very high in world rankings. Yeah, he is. But twenty five. He's twenty fifth in the world rankings. Do you think he's the twenty fifth best player in the world? No, no. But I'm I'm a Fitzy guy. I, I always uh, kind of like him, but. You know, we've seen Nor Norin is is the blueprint for padding your world ranking stats via just dominating in Europe. Is this like you're trying to go in like how good is he? We see him in Europe, he's good, but like, like I, we, I, guess, we, I guess my question is who has a better chance to be on the Europe or just overall on the Ryder Cup team at the end of next year? Spieth or Matthew Fitzpatrick? Matthew Fitzpatrick. I think it's Spieth. I don't know. Maybe he could weasel world points. You would have, sort of what maybe, I'm thinking about. Then and the to, Americans are just too deep. The kids are there. Guys are coming, man. Guys are coming. Guys are coming. Well, if one of them wins a major, I'd say it's Spieth over Fitzpatrick. If you had to ask me who's more likely to win a major, I'm going to say Jordan Spieth. Okay. But I don't think Spieth is any closer to a win than Fitzpatrick is, and I mean that. I don't know. I, I, I mean, even playing badly, Spieth still does better than Fitzpatrick in America. Ben, is, is Fitzpatrick the new Louis? It story checks out because I'm a big Louie guy too. So. <laughs> Very possible. So um, who are you taking with your pick here to add to John Rom, Patrick Cantlay, Bryson, Scotty Scheffler, your corn fairy player, and Adam Scott? This this could be where it could go off the rails. I'm gonna stick with the Aussies. And I'm choosing between two of them. I'm gonna take Jason Day. I know it's been bad. I worry about the back, but at the same time. This is still a guy in my book that if, if I get it right, he could be one of the biggest miscalculations for the entire draft. I, I think he's still a top player when healthy. Maybe not, though. I feel like he kind of suffers from the same thing as Spieth. Like, if he has his rebound, we know what his ceiling is. But, like, everyone just shits on Spieth over and over and over again. But Day is basically in the same situation as he is, isn't he? Yeah, but he doesn't, after every round, say... Oh man, I really found it. I'm I'm right there and I'm really excited to get back out there. He just quietly goes home after he misses the cut. So I think a lot of a lot of days troubles were struggles were very predictable. I think from the get-go, people acknowledged his swing was violent. Even he did, even in his Faraday TV interview a couple years ago. He did, he wear, did he wear a cool leather jacket on that? Like Phil did? No, but he's a he was definitely dressed cool. Um, he acknowledged his career will probably be cut short because of injury. There was just no denying denying that. And we seem to be on that path that a lot of people predicted with Jason. Over under number of withdrawals this year, Rick, for Jason Day. 2.5. Ooh. I think I'd take the under. Okay, well, well, okay, well, let's do this. Louis plus Jason Day, number of WDs this year. Oh, what, what, what's now, the number now, now you're talking 4.5. <laughs> Bay Hill was the peak one, right? That was Disney. Yeah, when I made oh, yeah, my Orlando. one and done, that yeah. was fun. Yeah. Uh, that was a good time. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for that one. Remember how triggered everyone Every got because he went to like Disney yeah, World the next day? He was shooting like the space, <laughs> space racer guns. So Jason Day is off the board. That leaves the computer to pick. So the computer... Has picked Zing Zhu Zhang, number one, number one. Maybe the computer just knows. Maybe I'll have to start betting Zhang. I, I have been betting him, but maybe I'll have to bet him even stronger. Cameron Davis, Brendan Todd, Jordan Spieth, Francesco Molinari. At least the computer is like taking reasonable players at this point. Rick, were you going to take Jason Day or the number 23 player in the world who you can reveal for us? I would have taken the number 23 player in the world, Matt Kuchar. Did the random number generator just take him? It did. Oh, shit. So that just bums everyone out, does it? Here's here's what I had to say about Kuchar. Like, he's the king of the backdoor top 10, which is great. He's never in contention. He finds a way to top 10 everything. And no one cares about money more than Matt Kuchar does. <laughs> and if we're scoring based on dollars, I wanted him on my spot. 
Yeah, and he does miss the cut as he is 41 years old, not 42 or over, so he does not qualify as the computer's old man, but computer compiling a much better team than it originally started out. It might be somewhat competitive here, as it has players that are going to play in a bunch of tournaments. So, Rick, you're back on the clock. You have Tiger Woods as your plus 42, Xander, Webb Simpson, Gary Woodland, and Patrick Reed, the ultimate wild card. Who is your next pick? Yeah, this is tough for me. I might have to go out and grab my... Uh my corn fairy guy here at the moment. Um, Oh boy, this is ugly. So we said uh, they just had to graduate from the corn fairy tour last year, right? Yeah. There are 49 players that you can choose from. Well, some of them have been so, so far Hovland, Scheffler, Zhang and Cameron Davis have been selected. All right. I hate this pick, but I don't, I'm just going to get this guy out of the way. I'll take uh, Lonto Griffin. And I, I think that's a super savvy pick. Yeah, with, with the assumption that he's already got, I mean, we're, we're going to see a lot of him because he's got so many FedEx Cup points already. Uh, he's probably going to qualify pretty deep into this thing. So probably play a lot. We've seen him, you know, hey, if he continues to rack up those top 20s, he already has a win under his belt. I think it's okay. Where does he currently sit in the world rankings? I was looking he's for like him. like 131 or something like that. R- really? He's still that low? Yeah, I mean, well, because this this like seven start stretch is like the only seven starts that have like made any impact on his official world golf ranking. So we got the win and then a bunch of top 20s, which are okay for points, but doesn't shoot you up the leaderboard like Brendan Todd did, obviously. Yeah, I mean, even Todd only got to number 73 and that was with two wins and another top 10 along the way. Yeah, he's qualified for the Masters already. So basically he's in the players, he's in the Masters. He'll have a good chance to make a run all the way, just with the points like you mentioned that he's already accumulated, that he'll probably make it to whatever the BMW is called now. It might still be called the BMW, but we saw guys do that last year. Who was it? There was some like... you know, like Patton Kazire two years ago. Yeah, won twice. When he, he was won still tw- there. Yeah, and he was just at in the tour championship being the worst yeah. guy, but still collecting Ke- paychecks. Kevin Kevin way. Tway was like the thirty first or thirty second guy last year, and he won like the second event. So it's it happens. All right. So that puts me on the clock. My first pick of show two here, my sixth round pick to add to Justin Thomas, my First pick, and then Victor Hovland, my corn fairy guy. Stenson, my old dude. Sung J M, the guy who plays all the tournaments. And Justin Rose, because he was just left on the board. And I don't, still regretting that pick. Although, really hope it does work out for me. I don't really have a strategy here. I didn't think anyone would take Bryson. And I thought Bryson would fall to me. People don't like Bryson. I didn't expect him to go in the third round. I thought people would just overlook him. They're just too busy making fun of him online. He's still too good. He's got win equity. I agree. He shows up enough places. It feel like the hate goes too far with him, though. Maybe people would overlook him. I hope people hate him. I'll happily bet him at big numbers. If you, you'll get good numbers on him throughout the course of the season, just because people hate his guts. He heats up late. It's a, you pay like the Bubba Ian Poulter tax. Happy to take it. Like you, it's actually yeah. sort of like a. It's not, it wouldn't be a tax. It'd be like a credit. It's the opposite of like the Ricky Tiger. Yeah. I guess we'll see the Hovland uh, tax. Oh, yeah. The, the Hovland tax is coming. It'll be but, big. But yeah, like, you know, when you get like a childcare benefit on your income tax where you can put it towards getting money back, that's sort of what you get with the guys that everyone hates. I right? still Bryson's think a, Bryson's a part of one of them. You get, you get the Bryson rebate. It didn't win, but those Hovland like 10 or 12 to 1 at those uh, Corn Ferry events he was entering, uh, I bet those way too hard. He came up short in all of them. He came close. Close in all of them, but yeah. uh, yeah. The top 10 was the move with those. This is tricky now. Like, do you go? I'm going to take a guy who's also in all of the tournaments. He's not going to be in all the tournaments. Yeah, he's going to fucking win again. I'm going to take Matthew Wolf. You'll take Morikawa. I don't know if Morikawa's win gets him in the Masters is the only thing, because he won a crossover event to a WGC. Wolf's win at the 3M gets him gets in the him Masters. In. Yeah. It gets him in the players. And I think he should qualify for the rest. Yeah, but like Morikawa, I think he's going to play everywhere. That's what I mean. Like, 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 he'll, everywhere. like he's Hovland. a baby. Yeah. He's going to so. live out of its hotel like him and just play, play, play. I got a, I got a young team after uh, Henrik Stenson here. So Matthew Wolf is my pick. Jeff Ulrich, you are up for two. You already have Rory McIlroy, Paul Casey is your old dude, Ricky Fowler, Louis Oosthuizen, and Tommy Fleetwood. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, um, outside of the Louis pick, which is probably going to make me lose, um, I kind of like the team. I'm surprised that the guy I'm about to pick is still on the board, to be honest. I'm pretty happy. And he's one of my guys, too. Um, I've I've backed him a bunch for some success. Uh, Mark Leishman. I'm really shocked he hasn't been picked yet. Uh, I was hoping he'd fall. He did. Plays a ton. 
won each of the last couple of years. Um, he's very live at the majors, especially the Open Championships. So, um, yeah, give me some Mark Leachman here. Um, that's I'm, I'm pretty happy with this pick. Probably from a value perspective, uh, my best one. Ha- ha- have you seen him lately? Have I seen that? him lately? No. No, he's lost like it looks like he's lost like 50 pounds. In the last oh, time, is that right? in the last time this happened was the Swedish porn king, if you remember, Carl Peterson. I do. He I lost do. like a hundred pounds and his game went absolutely in the tank. Ooh, then he said Duffner. he had to, Duffner too. Like Duffner hasn't been skinny Duffner has not been good. Only fat Duffner was good. Fat porn king was good. He had to eat like two buckets of ice cream a day. He gained the weight back and then he ended up winning again. So I worry about that with Leishman. That's that'd um, be my That'd be my only concern with him. I do think it's a good pick, though. Who else are you putting on with him? I'm not that concerned about the weight loss, but it is interesting. I actually didn't know that. I haven't been keeping up with Mark Leishman in the offseason here. Yeah, he got a, his wife bought him a Peloton bike for Christmas, and he lost all the weight. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now they're divorced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, next one is not as simple. This is, yeah, this, we're starting to get into, like, players with who could who could show regression, maybe not be that good. Ah, I'm just going to go with a guy who's consistent, still in the top 50 of the world. Uh, I'm going to go with Byung Han An. Um, again, I, I feel like he's got to win at some point. He's put himself in position basically each of the last couple of years to get wins. And he plays a lot too. Um, I, I really feel like he's a player who could, who could show up too in, in like a WGC and maybe make a big surprise. So he's pretty much qualified in all those big events too. Um, I'm going to take Danny on. I like the pick. I gave Anne some consideration for my next pick because I'm on the clock. But again, um, I really, I'm okay with taking Hovland where I did. I'm more and more kicking myself. Rick's pick with Lonto. I think Lonto is a really sharp pick for your corn fairy guy. I think that's actually quite a steal to get in the sixth round. But I'm going to take another guy who's qualified for the Masters by winning already this year. Uh, he played well at the Masters in his only other appearance there. I'm going to take Joaquin Neiman. I'm just going to go young with my team and, ho- and hope for some breakout stars here. Uh, maybe maybe it's the year. The year of the young man. It's been a lot of young men doing very well. This will be his second full year on tour. We saw the leap from Rom in his second year. Um, and I hopefully it happens with Neiman and he becomes an elite player. Like, he's currently what in the world? He is... 56. 56. Like, it's not going to be hard for him to get inside the top 50 and qualify for all the majors. So I, I had him... It was between Benny Ann and, and Neiman for me for my last pick. So I, I, I'm down with the pick. All right. So, Rick, that puts you in the clock. Did you have uh, any interest in either Byunhan Ann or Joaquin Neiman? Both of them. Yeah, I would have taken both of them right here. They were on my my short list. So I've now uh, changed my strategy. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to scramble a little bit here. <laughs> and um, I'm going to go with Kevin Kisner. Uh, in hopes that he just like wins the Zurich or wins the match play or something like that. He's he, he's usually good to rack you up a couple million bucks. I think he's safer than some of these other guys that I think are still left on the board. It's interesting. Kevin Kisner. He's won Colonial. He's won the RSM and he's won the match play. And he's played really well with the players. He's played really well. I mean, if, if we were doing a Pete Dye draft, would Kisner <laughs> go number one? Oh man, let me think real quick. Uh, If not one, like one, two, or three, it's got to be pretty close. Well, I always wonder this because we're going to get like six Pete Dye courses this year, and they they mostly just come at the first half of the season, or at least Pete Dye and Pete Dye adjacent courses. And like a lot of Jack Nicholas courses play a lot similarly to Pete Dye courses. That is it that Kisner and Kucher and Webb are really good at Pete Dye courses, do you think, Rick? Or do you think it's because they just play in all those tournaments? No one else good does. I think more the latter that they tend to be the class of the field when they get there. Uh, and then with playing it over and over again, we see what experience can do at some of these courses that have little quirks or are a little bit trickier. So I think it's more of the latter than the former. Okay. So the random number generator has selected number 70, but unfortunately, Jeff, you have taken number 70 already. So Colin Morikawa gone off the board. So number 20 is the next pick. You also have Hideki Matsuyama on your team. <laughs> Number six, that's definitely gone. That would have been Patrick Cantlay. Number 34, Shugo Imahara. 31st in the world. The, the computer getting screwed over by Papa Shugo and his ridiculous amount of world golf ranking points. Because it pulled a good number to get a fair player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben, what do you think of uh, Papa Shugo here? 
I think that the, the computer was trending upward and that may have derailed uh, anything that was going on there. He'll be in all the WGCs. That's He's more than need so. to win all of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to end the year top 50 in the world. So he'll be in every major. He'll be in every WGC. That's not the end of the world. And if you do qualify for all of those, I guess there's some merit to maybe he does what Kadira does and like just tries to play in a few of these other tournaments, to try to get his tour card. Like he could potentially generate enough points, even with one really good showing in a WGC that maybe he sticks around and plays somewhere. I have no idea. How old is Imahara anyway? You could tell me he's 49 and I would believe you. I have no idea. He could be say he's like 26, but I have no freaking clue either. Can someone look that up, please? Let's go to the videotape. Shugo. Here we go. He is 27. Okay. There you go. So he does not qualify for the old dude. Ben, you are on the clock with your pick. Were you going to take him out? <laughs> uh, no, not unless we extended it to 30 rounds. He wasn't coming up. Uh, I'm going to go right a couple spots up, though. I don't love the guy, but Billy Ho fits a lot of different categories for me. He plays a lot. He can get crazy out with the putter. Um, you know, pretty consistent. I expect him to make his way comfortably through the FedEx. Always live to steal one, like I said, with the way he can get going, particularly uh, with Bermuda. So for me, just a kind of just a filler play, but I feel pretty comfortable with them at the same time. Jeff, were you considering Billy Horschel with one of your two picks? Potentially my second pick, but the first pick that I'm going to make here, I'm going to follow the strategy um, that I went with my last pick, Pat. Guys that are now playing for their first year as American tour pros do not want to lose the status. They will play and they will play some more. And you know who that is to piggyback my Fitzpatrick pick, Matthew Wallace. Is Wallace going to play a full schedule? That's the word. Really? He's not just going to play the generic play a bit in Florida for the masters and go away. they, 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 They want to become PGA tour players and they want their tour card and they need to avoid losing that tour card. Um, even remember we saw Fitzpatrick like going to qualifiers is like the 30th player in the world. Well, the one thing with Wallace is I think he finished inside almost like Luke List, who's going to be able to get into all of the majors this year because he came third at the PGA Championship. That I think that Wallace also, what did Wallace come with the PGA Championship? He was in the mix of the PGA Championship, not in like Dustin Brooks level, but I feel like he was just behind. He may have qualified for everything anyway. But being top 50 in the world gets him into, how many wins did he have last year anyway on the Euro Tour? Three? Or was that two years ago? Might have been two years ago. Yeah. But he he showed up and he saw courses. Uh, he played well at places, sort of like when Fino first showed up. Not Fino, Fleetwood. Like, like I don't know if I want to play him this week. I've never seen the course before. Just played well. It didn't really matter. Just teed it up, and, and he played well. He was in there late. I don't, um, yeah. All right, so you get Matt Wallace with your seventh-round pick, and now you're back up with your eighth-round pick. So I have three more picks, and I haven't followed any of the rules So you need, a, you need an old man, and you need a corn fairy guy. Um, I'll take Ian Poulter for my old man pick. Hopefully, I don't expect him to win anything, but he's sneaky. And and, uh, can bear down maybe for a couple of those events. I'm trying to think of the tournaments that he's live in. Florida, Bay Hill. I don't know Bay Hill. I'd say more Honda for him. Like shorter courses will always play to his advantage. And if it's like, if the weather is really shitty at either the British Open or the Masters, I think he becomes live again. But if it plays ideal conditions, I just don't know if he has the game for it or not. Yeah, I don't. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm picking. Am I the only person without an old guy? Uh, no, I actually think that Ben Raza, who is up next with his picks, also does not have a 42 or over player, but you might not need to take one yet. Yeah, he probably doesn't now, but I'm just saying, I don't, I mean, there were guys I was debating between. It wasn't really much of a, to me, he was the best available. I might've omitted somebody, but yeah. Did you think Poulter was the best available old dude? Did I? Yeah, I did. Um, but I have him probably a little closer than Jeff does if if he went off the board i have a couple other we'll see but um now i can kind of save it i I don't think i'm gonna go there right now i'm gonna take an older guy uh doesn't play a ton but you know what i'm gonna stick to the strategy i'm taking sergio Mm -hmm. um someone again wgc's majors feel very comfortle with him uh we saw him at the masters obviously and i know he hasn't been great 
but it's still a guy that I think his ceiling, maybe not consistently, but when he gets going, is, is as good as anyone. Do we worry about Sergio? Rick, and I'll ask you this. Is he sort of in the Spieth and Day bucket of like where his skill set's at right now? I think so. And I, what I think is most interesting is Spieth has provided cover for all these guys. Jason Day, <laughs> who had his worst year, Sergio, whose you know, skill set and, and results have kind of fallen off. And we continue to talk about Jordan Spieth. He's provided cover for the rest of these guys. But yeah, it's and the same with Bubba, too. Like we, we're, we're kind of seeing the change of the guard a little bit. Uh, what Sergio has going for him is he at least, you know, long term has a really elite ball striking skill set which can take you a long way in this game but i i think he's trending down more than he's trending up sorry ben well the co- the computer <laughs> uh, yes yeah, sorry about that benny sucks <laughs> uh the computer is taking a guy he finally gets his old dude on the team so this really worked out well that the computer both randomly drafted a corn fairy person and a person over 42 years old Rick, the number 83 player in the world is above 42 years old. Who is it? Uh, it's, either, it's the wrong Rory, Sabs. Yeah, right? Slovakia's own Rory Sabatini trying to qualify for that Olympic team. I, I think he will, right? I guess I, I don't know what he has to be in the top uh, 60 in the world, but he'd be the only guy uh, from his country to worry about. I don't know if he needs to be in the top 60 of the world. Like C.T. Pan played last time. He was definitely yeah. not in the top 60 in the world then. Because once you start getting, because you're if you have twelve Americans, one through twelve, you only get four of those guys. So it could, in theory, extend out to you know however many countries have their reps. It could you could be in the hundred or hundred and fifty. Okay, so he's he's definitely because he's number eighty three in the world right now. Yeah. I wasn't going to take Sabatini, but he is one of those guys that just shows up and plays every event. Yeah, I think and 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 he'll show up and bank you a couple top fives every year, and uh, you'll love it when he does. He's probably not the right guy because where's the Ryder Cup at, Jeff? It's at Whistling Straits. I always mix mix it up. It's not where Brooks won the U.S. Open, but it's in Wisconsin. Okay, so it's at Whistling yeah. Straits. Aaron Hills is one where, where Brooks won. Roy Sabatini. I don't know. Now that he's European. <laughs> yeah, that President's Cup team could have really used them. They really, yeah, they definitely could have. What odds would you give me that uh, Rory Sabatini over Matthew Fitzpatrick on the uh, Euro Ryder Cup team? Like one of them has to make it. If neither of them make it, we both lose. Yeah. Like what, what sort of odds would you lay me on that? 10 to 1? No, because I'm not that high on Fitzpatrick to make the Ryder Cup team. You just team. drafted him to your overall winnings team. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to make the Ryder Cup. Okay. Well, Rick, what, what, uh, like, I, I don't, I'm not saying I'm going to bet you on this, but what would you lay the odds? Yeah, when you were talking about that, I was thinking five to one, which uh, when you said 10 to one, I mean, 10 to one's pretty significant. I think five to one still illustrates that Fitzpatrick is uh, a, a huge favorite over Sabs to get onto that team. I, I would probably go 20 to one bet. <laughs> I'll, I'll, bet. I'll, I'll bet that with you. I'll, I'll take yeah, that. I'm Sabat- not, not going to take it, but I, oh, I, you're, you're scared of Rory Sabatini, are you? Not really, but. <laughs> All right. Well, Rick, you're up. Who's your pick? Yeah, I think we're at the point where um, I need volume. Um, the guy's kind of already probably wasted his win for the year, but I, I just love the security of him playing as late into the year as possible. Outside of the injury last year, this guy has played 26 or 27 events for each of the last five years. I'll take Kevin Knox. The number 26 player in the world. He was the highest ranked player remaining in the official golf world rankings, except for one who's not a PGA Tour member, so... You're probably not going to get a whole lot of volume from him. Jeff, is Danny Willick going to play a full U.S. schedule? That's the guy. Listen, you want the honest to God's truth? Yeah. I wanted to jump in into his DMs today. <laughs> he does follow you on Twitter. I yeah, but I don't burn those bridges. Like, I, there's, I can only go in there. Oh, you're too busy talking to Jacob Hester through DMs? I'm just saying I don't want to burn that bridge. Like, at that... This hundred you're not calling your shot on this on this hundred dollar pool wasn't worth him saying he's had enough of me. Okay, so I didn't go there, but I was really tempted to to figure it out. He feels like a guy that'll be kind of everywhere. Last year he played Tory, he played well. He showed up in Florida, he was fine. Uh, he got the win in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, that I want to say that was in like December. But, but he, then I think- when I met him in Hamilton, everything changed. He, like, went on a heater. Well, I believe he made the cut at all four majors last year as well. Uh, Yeah, he's going to play in all the big events. He's in the WGCs. I think he's going to come over here enough. And as I was saying to you earlier, Pat, on a week-by-week basis, 
the books seem to respect Danny Willett. If he's in a full field event, his odds are not as high as maybe you think they should be. But you look at his odds for the big events, like the majors, They long-term Danny Willett, the books do not respect at all. But in the short sample of will he win this week in a field with other big players, he's like high 20s, low 30s all the time now. Yeah, he's the best. He and Burned are the two best players left, but... I just don't know how much they're going to play. Hatton as well. I don't know how much Hatton's going to play. Hatton just had wrist surgery. Well, that's not great. And Eddie Pepperell's fallen down in, like, the shower. Oy. So that's not good. And, like, EVR is not going to play over here. Like, just the primary Euro guys are tough. Maybe we'll, we'll play enough. Maybe he should be the pick. I'm thinking about taking Bubba Watson just to screw over Raza because he's, like, the only good old dude left, and I don't think anyone else is going to take him. But I will go with... Do it. Yes. Do I want to take someone who has like legitimate upside or someone who's going to grind and just be out there all the time for sure? Because Siwoo Kim might be out there a lot. Luke List might be out there a lot. <laughs> Both in the Masters as well. Luke List is just terrible at this point. Or do I take like a loser like Charles Howell III who's going to play nope. 25 times? <sighs> Fuck it. I'll take Willett. Yeah. I'm going to take Love Danny it. Willett. He's my guy. Yeah. Paid for half my wedding. Shout out to you, Danny Willett. I think he's a good pick. He'll play enough. He plays the Florida swing. We saw him at Torrey last year that he played well. There's no reason to think he won't show up there again, but it is hard to predict what exactly his plan's going to be. But he's got the win. He can play in anything he wants now. Yeah. Any hard tournament I want him to play at. That's my goal. Play Valspar. He's there, though. He usually plays that part of the calendar. Yeah, the Euros usually come over for the Honda. I hope he's at the Honda. Yeah, me too. We'll we'll go cheer him on. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Uh, Ulrich, you are up on Ziklock. Okay. I think I'm going to do my Corn Fairy guy here. I'm just going to get it over with. I got this. I got eight and nine now, right? Am I on pick eight and nine? Yeah, you're a pick eight and nine. You'll have one pick left after this. Okay, perfect. I'm going to go Christopher, Christopher Ventura for the Corn Ferry. Um, teammate, Hovland. Uh, just a, a talent. I just don't, I, I just feel like people are probably overlooking him because he hasn't, he didn't have the big run on the PGA last year. But I mean, two wins uh, in the, on the Corn Ferry, like towards the end of the season, uh, really got on a hot streak. I think he's got just as much talent as, as the other guys. I think you'll probably see him. Put up a big year, and um, I'm just looking at what's left here. I kind of like another guy that I won't mention, just in case someone else is thinking of him. But um, from no, the Corn Ferry grads, we're we're at the we're at the point where you can probably talk. Okay, to well, I was, it was between him and Tom Lewis. It was between him and Tom Lewis. I'm just not sure how much Tom Lewis is going to play on the PGA. Tom Lewis is very close to the top 50 in world rankings, which really had it close to me. But I'm going to take Venture. I think he's got better upside. And then my next pick, I'm going to go a little safer. I'm just going to go Abraham Answer, uh, well within the top 50 in the world right now, qualified for all the majors. Um, he plays a ton. I, I, think he's a, I think he's a really solid pick at this point in the draft. You're taking the Mexican Allen Iverson with your pick? I'm, I, despite how he runs, he's a side-armed runner. Uh, we established that <laughs> earlier last season. Uh, I'm going to take Answer. Would you not have thought Lewis's ability to maybe have a better chance to get into the WGCs? He's probably already guaranteed one or two. Might like make that worth it. Well, he's he's probably in the match play for sure. And I might just take Tom Lewis next. So you can't have him. Maybe if you about that. No, yeah. I don't. I, I still need a corn fairy guy. He's on a short list. But there's so many guys that to me are almost the exact same. You could you wouldn't bother. You're gonna, you're gonna take Team Canada, David Hearn, or Michael Glilick. That guy. That guy's a corn fairy grad. You're gonna take you're gonna take party time Harry Higgs, aren't you? That's what I'm thinking that you're gonna take. I, no, there's a much bigger loser on this list that you could worry about me taking. <laughs> uh, it's my pick. Uh, I'll just try to make this as easy as possible. I really hope last year wasn't an aberration. But if we're gonna stick to a team of like young, great TD Green players, this guy has no short game. Oh. But if he can just ball strike the shit out of it, make a few putts, he won last year. I know who it is. I'm gonna take Corey Connors. Yeah. Team Canada. You might have stolen. He was the next guy I wanted to pick, so I don't even know if he would have gone, but if he didn't even lasted. Rick, there's no O Canada for Corey Connors left for you, but there are a few Canadians out there if you want to go that route. Who are you taking? 
Yeah, Jeff, Corey Connors would not have gotten to you. I would have snatched him up right here. Um, I've got two picks left. I'm probably going to play one, just pure volume, and then maybe I'll take a flyer with my last one. But um, I'm, I'm big on these guys who have already put themselves in a position to, to play deep into the PGA Tour season. Played like 26 times last year. He already won this year but gets him a lot of uh, you know free golf for the rest of the year. I'll take Sebastian Munoz. Munoz? Ben, do you think he's like he's another guy like we've seen him flash from time to time, but this this is and this is what I worry about with Connors too, is almost like this Munoz situation. Do we just watch his best two months of golf he's ever going to play? I, I think that's definitely possible, but you know what in a format like this there's a lot of guys you can say it's funny there's two two buckets like rick talked about it and I, i'll go the other way um with like sergio and day maybe it's behind them and then you have guys like lanto and munoz where maybe we look back and we see it as an outlier so it's an interesting kind of dynamic between those two types of players in a format like this well you need to pick after the computer makes its selection and guess what the Peter has made its selection number 41 that's not good news for you ben so was Bubba eligible? Because he's 40. He is 41. Oh, is he 41? Okay, then he's just a guy I have on my list then. Then no, I was wrong the entire time. But the computer has just selected Bubba Watson. Because <laughs> mm. that would have been a real kick in the dick if, if he was eligible <laughs> for the old guy status. Do we, does Bubba have another run in him? Like it's, He's two years removed from winning three times. Or a year I removed. Don't. I think Bubba always has another run. I don't know. Yeah, well, let's go around the horn on this one. Ulrich, Bubba Watson, over under, over under 0.5 wins this year. I mean, I'll take the over with Bubba. He's just too talented not to take the over on that every year. I mean, he's basically hit that in, in almost every one, but except one season, so over. Rick. Under, he stinks. I, I'm going to say over, whether it's – TPC Highlands, whether it's the Masters, whether it's the match play, he'll just get Bubba. Maybe it's Riviera again. I, I think that he'll get one somewhere. Feinberg? I'll pick Bubba for an anytime win. Okay. Ben, who is your pick then? So I got two picks left. One has to be an old guy. I'm going to save that. I'm going to just take a pure flyer here. Uh, it's a guy that I, I've always liked. He he won. I'm taking Dylan Fertelli. Ah. Think about it. Dylan Fritelli. He, he, I think he'll be a debutante at the Masters this time around. Rick, his stats, like if you go look at his like uh, like tournament logs, like strokes gained, I feel like he's off the charts in one category per week. Yeah, but what's funny is, and I, I don't have it in front of me, it, 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 it almost like it's, you're exactly right. Like one week he's great somewhere, but he's like one of the few guys that gains in all four categories. I'm pretty sure it's for that I'm thinking about, but he does it in such an erratic way that it's like crazy to think about that. When you look at it over the course of, you know, 26 weeks or 52 weeks or something like that, he's actually fairly consistent. Like, I remember why I was at the 3M and he actually had a really good week. I believe he led the field in strokes gained approach that week in Minnesota. And then he ended up winning the John Deere either the next week or two weeks later, but he did it on the strength of like 13 strokes game putting. And he was in the neg. He became the first player all year to win with a negative strokes gained approach. Like he's just off the charts weird. I like that. Cause it's huge range of outcomes. He had, he gained 10 strokes on the approach in one week. Then you mentioned the putting it, it, it doesn't make for a lot of consistency, but when he gets it going, it's kind of a whack-a-mole situation. And I, I like that for a flyer. All right, Jeff Feinberg, you have two selections remaining on your team. Who are you going to take? Okay. One of them has to be the corn fairy. And that's obviously a harder decision because all these guys kind of feel the same. Well, you know? here's some guys that you can choose from. Tom Lewis is obviously the favorite. He's the highest. Well, He's number 53 in the world rankings. You could take Mark Hubba Hubbard. That's a guy who, who I like, who I bet a bit in the swing season. You can um, ha- Hank Lebiota, Bo Hogg. Bo, you, your boy, Bo Hosler. Well, that's the that's the loser pick. I was. Don't worry how dirty I could potentially. You could take get your own here. personal hero, Grayson Murray. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, a few of these guys, even a buddy with the win, T Dunks. Oh yeah, T Dunks. Robbie Shelton goes low. Richie Warinsky, the Gim Reaper. He's on a oh, Maverick McNeely. Yeah, someone is. Raza tries to talk me into every week. It's David not Hearn. A, David Hearn. He's on there. Scott Harrington's been pretty good so far this year. And almost like a, 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 a I mean, this guy's a beast. What about but, Robbie uh, Shelton? That Matthew Naismith, too. Inventor um, of basketball, Matthew Naismith. 
Uh, he was always show up on uh, Mike Miller's like European cards as like a super super sleeper. Oh, and her band Lahiri got his card back. Ryan Gibson. I'm gonna go with Shelton. Robbie the Shelton guy just brings it low. You're taking Robbie Shelton, first oh. round leader. Make the cut. I don't know. Get me my points. There's, to me, not much separates, but obviously one or two of these guys is really going to show themselves uh, from the pack. I did like the uh, Ventura, the Ventura call that was made not too long ago. And I am. Um, did anyone take Tom Lewis? Because I did pass on him. No, Dave. No, I'll take Shelton. It's your pick again, though. Oh, uh, I don't want that for the real pick. No, for the, you, no you said Tom Lewis. No, no. That's your pick. Old oh, that's Tom what Lewis. I was talking about for um, my real pick. Um, I, I guess this is the end of me. Luke List. No, Andrew Putnam. Andrew Putnam. Contends a lot, scores a lot. Um, Qualifies. The win, win I got to have my fingers crossed for, but couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but one half of the brothers Putnam. Well, Ben, I kind of, I gave, it's like Jeff took answer earlier and then Feinberg just took Putnam. I gave both those guys a look. I think if you wanted to pick Putnam out of a uh, random lineup, just find most... The guy whose face looks most like a creative player in a video game, like generic <laughs> mode, that's Andrew Putnam. Uh, Raza, were you thinking about, because I gave those guys consideration, but I was just like, ah, I'd rather roll the dice on someone more fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot. It, this is an interesting time. I mean, I, I have to, I'm pigeonholed to taking an, a veteran here, but there was a lot of flyers that I almost potentially went with. I'm going to take Pat Perez. Oh, how old's Pat Perez? 43. Wow. Nice. He didn't even so, make, I didn't even realize he was that old. Yeah, neither did I. I discovered that during the show. Um, <laughs> it was going to be Furick, but you know what? I think Perez, if he's healthy, and I hopefully he is, again, we see him uh, just a little more variance in the game, uh, and I, I'm looking to roll the dice as much as possible. Okay. That means the computer is up next to make its pick and close out its team. Randomized number 97 is, that's Victor Hovland. Can't have him. Number 50, Victor Perez. That's a terrible pick. Ooh. <laughs> is that like the 30-year-old that just became really good? Yeah, he is. He's French, right? He is from De France. He smokes the long cigarettes, and he eats America. So I don't know how much he's going to play. I assume he eats America if he's French. Their president's already going after Trump, so I don't know if the French want to come over here and play. Um, that that kind of sucks. Like, it's too bad, like... I don't know. Lucas Glover wasn't the pick or something I like that. I almost picked Glover like two rounds. The glove? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Rick, you're up on the clock. I, I don't think Victor Perez, despite the fact that he'll get the Masters, the players, and all the WGCs, presumably, at number 50 in the world. But uh, I don't think he would have been on your shortlist. No, just missed out. He was in the you know first four out uh, for <laughs> sure. But I'll, I'll just go and open up some... Open up some upside here. Take a guy with super one super elite skill. Uh, we if this was a year ago or eighteen months ago, he probably would have gone a lot higher than this. But please I'll say John Daly. Him. Please say John Daly, <laughs> and that Cam skill Champ. is drinking. Oh, Kel Cam Champ. Yeah, interesting. I forgot he's already won this year yeah. too. Yeah, he's what? Rick's what is got he a definite strategy here of guy like guys who are going to be deep into this, like making playoff runs. That's so smart, though. Rick Rick actually thought about this and did it correctly. Yeah. I, I'm embarrassed with how much I thought about this. <laughs> yeah, you, you picked four swing season winners. Yep. Get Lon them deep in the, Get them deep. Lonto, Nah, Munoz, and Champ all on your squad. Maybe they'll all suck from now on. Yeah, they all might have, you know, just blown it in, in the first seven weeks of the year, but uh, we'll see. So that puts it back on me for my final pick. Who am I going to close out my team here? I'll run by, oh, I, do I want to do like the burned Weisberger and just try to bank WGC points or EVR and go that route? Raf is available. Shiz Reeve is still available. Sneds. Snedeker's there. I already have a Canadian, so I'm not going to take Hadwin. Glover that you spoke about. I think I'd rather take someone like Howell over Glover. Just because I think he's better and he'll play more. And I'll, and I'll know by the time that, like, February's over if he's going to make Hatton is available. I don't know how healthy or what this deep status of the injury is. CT Pan is available. How does it work? Like, I know maybe, maybe someone out there can potentially answer this, that if you're on the President's Cup team, does that automatically qualify you for all the majors? That's a thing? It is for the Ryder Cup, I believe. Wow, I didn't. I didn't think that was. I I didn't think that was a thing, but well, I, do. I could be wrong. 
It might be the PGA Championship or the players or something like that. It may that. be some major. But, like, everyone who qualifies... I've never remembered watching a major and then being like, he's only here because he got <laughs> to be on the world team. Well, usually and... if they're on the yeah, world... that's what I mean. Usually they're... But, like, if you make the tour championship, you're automatically in the Masters. Like, Kokrak is automatically in the Masters because he made the tour championship. Those 30 guys... Did all... Putnam make the tour championship? I don't remember. But Putnam's in because he's top 50 in the world. So it puts it on me, Glover, Chan, Kim. Take jazz. Oh, here we go, Pat. Uh, Byung-Anand punched his ticket to the Open Championship and World Golf Championship because he got on the President's Cup team. Oh, really? Yeah, so they do qualify for the Open and apparently a World Golf Championship. So that means CT Pan would be live for that and so would Tong. I have a list from PGATour.com that tells you what Everyone is qualified for. Really wish that Eric Van Bruyen would have been selected as the President's Cup team. It would have, really would have made my day. Take stupid dog. I don't want to take Cam Smith. He sucks. Uh, so it's Snedeker or... Yeah, I'll take Snedeker as my last pick. Jeff, your last pick. All right. I was thinking about Cam Smith too, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, I'm going to go way off the board here. I just feel like this guy's really turned his game around. Um, he's kind of a player who was obviously flashing in the in the swing season. I think you're going to see him in the top 50. I think he's going to win this year. Uh, Harris English. Oh. Two talented. Remember when all back. of Twitter bet him and he almost won? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I feel like I was driving that driving that bus that week. I was so f- I. Jeff, I'm not going to lie to you. I was already counting my money for that win. I didn't even wake up early on the Monday finish to watch him not win. I knew he wasn't winning at that point. (laughs) So, so sad. Who won won that event anyway? Todd. Todd. Oh, yeah. Fucking Todd. Yeah, Todd. Eric English is going to win the Sony Open, right? That's that's what I got him booked for. (laughs) Don't you wish the books would already have odds out for, like, like, that event? Of course. (laughs) Of course I do. There is so I we didn't I didn't up like going through with this strategy because I was going to take JT Poston with my last pick solely because I think Rick not only figured it out that he gets all these guys in the majors but he also gets everyone in the tournament of champions and he picked four guys that are definitely playing in the tournament of champions. Well, that's why I almost picked T Dunks instead of. Uh... Damn, I forgot about that. Because they get in the TOC <laughs> and it's thirty guys. Yeah. It's like at least one hundred and fifty k. Like that's free money. It's 300K. Rick, you've outthought us all. I hope you lose to the computer. <laughs> I thought I did a very good job of sticking to my strategy. I usually have a strategy, then go rogue. This time I just bared down and stuck with it. My strategy, once the draft started, was all you guys seemed to be implying, uh, applying strategies, and I was just taking talent. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we'll recap the teams here in a second, but we'll start with Jeff. Jeff, was there, uh, Jeff Ulrich, was there any one pick that pissed you off that it happened? Oh, um, you taking Hovland? Yeah, like before, because I I really wanted that pick. I think there's going to be a big discrepancy. I mean, I like Ventura, but he's he's risky. Hovland is a guy who's, I mean, he's going to be competing at majors. I think he's going to be uh, top twenty in most weeks. I mean, as we've already seen, I just feel like there's a big discrepancy there. My my one of my big strategies was to grab Hovland and either Casey or Woods early, and I only got got to grab Casey. So that was probably my biggest piss off. So I, I'm just going to throw it back to you for the pick that I'm most upset about. I really wanted Paul Casey. Like I was, yeah. I, I was cause tiger carries extra weight in this format because he's 42 plus that it makes him ever more valuable. And like, I ended up with Stenson as my old guy, but I did have Casey as the clear number two. And as a guy that's definitely going to grind on tour and play, like he's going to go defend at Valspar for the second consecutive year. You know what I mean? And yeah, he's going to exactly. play, he's going to play those like sorts of safe way. Yeah. Like, He'll play, and he's just so good tee to green that he doesn't even need, he's about twice a year and he's good. And he's good at the Masters. Short game's really good, so that bums me out. I would, I would rather have Casey than Stenson. So, Rick, what pick are you most upset about? Uh, there was a run where I think Ben uh, Ben took somebody in front of me, and then the uh, computer took Kucher. Those two guys I had on my list. Yeah, it went Fitzpatrick, Day, and Kucher to Feinberg, Ben, and the computer. I think yeah, the computer's like, there's no there's no possible way the computer is going to pick who I want here, and it, he did. Um, it did. Well, well let, let me ask you this, then, Rick. Who do you think the computer's worst pick is? Well, I mean, blowing your first round pick on who? Cam <laughs> Davis. No, it was uh, Zing, it was Zing Zhu Zhang. Okay, well then his whatever his second round pick is pretty suboptimal. Yeah, Cameron Davis is not great. I would have taken Zing Zhu Zhang at some point. 
Yeah, I, he I, was, I, right. He would have been drafted. He would have come off the board at some point. And because he is a corn fairy guy, there is inherently a little extra value. So like you could argue that wasn't his worst pick, but he's going to have guys that I don't know. Like he, what's he going to get one or two starts from some of these guys? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he should get the, you know, everyone's in the top 50 though. I mean, Cameron Davis, is, Cameron Davis just got his tour card. So he's going to play a bunch. And even like Imahara, well, he'll probably get seven or eight starts from, and maybe he'll stick around and play 10. And maybe he'll win one. Who knows? Ben, which pick were you most upset about? Uh, yeah, not the Cam Davis pick. Um, it was actually it was Rick. It, Ro, you took Rose, and then I was like, "All right, that's all right. I'll grab Patrick Reed," <laughs> and I could not get it through. Uh, I really think Reed is going to have a big year. And you ended up with Adam Scott at that pick. In yeah, the which is even. Round. I mean, think about the punishment in all <laughs> facets. Not good, Mister Feinberg. I would say nothing. I'm not going to lie. Nothing really burned me that hard. I so you w- love your team is what you're saying. No, but I was surprised that, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was surprised maybe how early Fowler went, but I shouldn't be. Like, I thought the Brysons and Hideki's and even, like, Webb would all be ahead of him. But maybe I just, people love Ricky like I do. Okay. So I'll stick it here with you. The The recap of the team, Jeff Feinberg, you have... In the first round through round 10, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Hideki Matsuyama, Big Ricky, a.k.a. Tony Finau, Colin 2L Morikawa, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Matt Wallace, Ian Poulter, Robbie Shelton, and Andrew Putnam as your team of 10. Do you yeah. think you have the best team? I like how my team, I, but the, the top of the draft just sort of came to me. I took the two best available. Granted, they might not tee it up. Granted, they've both had offseason injuries minor but things that are a concern i think a takeaway from this is how late brooks went i think people will give us a hard time about that he'll give you a hard time about it he he certainly will um but i don't know i like my team i'm i'm happy with it okay ben raza you selected John Rom, Patrick Cantlay, Bryson DeChambeau, still jealous about that. Scotty Scheffler is your Corn Fairy grad. Adam Scott, Jason Day, Billy Horschel, Sergio Garcia, Dylan, spitting hot fire Fratelli, and Pat Perez is your old man. How do you feel? I feel all right. I mean, I think I have a window there. The thing that I found most interesting, I feel like most of our teams have a, like a question that if the answer works in our favor, we have the window. Like Jeff's team... You know, you have Wallace and Fitzy. If if he takes advantage of that, I like his team the best. If Sergio and Day can return to any form, I think I'm pretty happy with it. And there's a couple other narratives out there for each team. Yeah, like it's it, true. when we get to my team, uh, I have a very strict narrative to my team. But uh, the computer selected Zing Zhu Zhang in the first round, Cameron Davis, Brendan Todd, Jordan Spieth, Francesco Molinari, Matt Kuchar, Shugo Imihara, Rory Sabatini, Bubba Watson, and Victor Perez. Rick Gaiman, selected in the first round, Tiger Woods, as his plus 42 player. Xander Shifley, Webb Simpson. Gary Woodland, Reed, that would be Patrick Reed. Lonto Griffin is his corn fairy guy. Kevin Kisner, Kevin Na, Sebastian Munoz, and Cameron Champ. Rick, do you think you'll beat the computer-generated team? I would certainly hope so. Yeah, that's, I think I can guarantee that one. I think I think my squad is, is very well thought out. Um, Jeff's team to me, like the top five are just like, those guys just might run away with, you know, every single major. Um, and, and Ben both say really solid team all around. I haven't heard Jeff Ulrich's team yet as a recap, but there's some, there's plenty of outs for everybody to get there. Out of all of the teams that were selected, if you, I told you that the computer beat one of them, which one do you think it would be? uh sorry Feinberg it's probably yours I think I I, I I actually agree with that let's go because like if he doesn't if he doesn't get the wins from DJ who's you know coming off the knee thing Brooks coming off the knee thing right like Hideki bot like it it can get ugly really quickly but Jeff's team like legit could also win all four majors like it's it's kind of crazy all those the the guys just fell to me I didn't think I was gonna go any other way I like if you were picking in my spot in the first at the ladder you would have picked two other players in the second and third you'd have picked two different no no I I would have picked DJ and Brooks but like if DJ or Brooks don't win a major you might be kind of screwed See, the whole Brooks, like, doesn't win other things. I don't buy into that at all. It, I, well, I, I bet him at Honda, and he lost to fucking Keith Mitchell. <laughs> Listen, I just, big players, they'll do what they do. 
Yeah, and, but, and but I would have ended up with the same exact team there, Feinberg. Yeah, that, that's the thing. You guys all had your strategies, and I was just like, to talent, my team just came like a talent dump. But yeah, you're not you're not wrong. I do have outs where it could go bad. Yeah, where you, I'm not getting any money while you guys are just peppering up the boards. Yeah, and you took two guys who are quote unquote injured at the moment too. That maybe they just maybe it's an excuse for them to dial back their schedule. Brooks won't put a ball in the ground until Florida. Well, present. Oh, he's, oh, he's in. He's going over. He's yeah, taking yeah. the cash grab. Yeah. But uh, for me to get a, a dollar out of him. Yeah. All right. So my team to recap in the first round: Justin Thomas, Victor Hovland is my Corn Fairy grad. Stenson's my old dude. Sung J M, Justin Rose, Matthew Wolf, Neiman, Willett, Corey Connors, and Brant Snedeker. Generally speaking, I, I the theme of my team: I need breakouts. I need that this class takes a leap. And if all of these guys, like all of these guys, are so far back outside of Justin Thomas, I need Justin Thomas to be good and not get hurt again, and not try to hit the ball from around the tree and basically break his wrist. But Hovland, Wolf, Neiman, M. If one of those guys or two of those guys makes a leap and ends up becoming a serious contender, I think my team's pretty good, and I'm going to get a lot of starts out of people. And Jeff Ulrich, how? What's that? Go I was going to say. Of these rosters, like what would be great? How many players would be amazing? Would you be happy with to make that final thirty? Seven. The winning team's gonna have seven of them. Seven. Yeah, seven or so. I mean, Rick's team already has like five guys in. So (laughs) there's only twenty (laughs) five spots left. I mean, mean, it's funny because Rick's first round pick is probably his least likely player to make it. Because I mean, Tiger what, what? Tiger won the Masters, although he already has the win at the Zozo. Yeah. So he has, if he wins again, he's definitely in. But he won the Masters last year, didn't get in. So if he's going to keep the same condensed schedule, then he's probably not going to make it regardless of what he does. Jeff Ulrich's team. Rory McIlroy, first overall. Paul Casey is his old dude. Shitty Ricky in the third round. Louie, because it's Jeff Ulrich. Tommy Fleetwood, Mark Leishman, Byunhan and Ace Ventura as his corn fairy guy. The Mexican Allen Iverson, the answer, Abraham answer, and Harris English with the last pick in the draft. How you feeling, Jeff? Uh, I like my back end. I, I like I like getting Leishman late and, and Benny Ann and, and answer. I think those guys will be good producers, and I think Ventura's got uh, got good upside. I don't know about my top end. I I, I really need like Fowler or 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 Louis to win a major. Basically, I I really think I'm <laughs> good, good luck I, with I, that. I fucked up those picks pretty bad. Like taking Louis over Rose was pretty dumb, but. Uh, yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I really do feel like Rory could win a couple majors, so I definitely think I have votes too. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience 2020 PGA Tour Player Previews and Draft. I want to thank everyone for their time. I want to thank everyone out there. And we'll go to you, Ben Raza. Tell everyone for this season, besides seeing you on the Pat Mayo Experience, where can everyone find your work? Yeah, stop on over, awesomeo.com. We certainly have a ton going on all the sports, not just me. We've got Alex and the entire team, ton of tools. So stop on over awesomeo.com. Rick Gaiman, where can everyone check out your podcast, your videos and all your work and tools? Yeah, dfsondemand.com. This is the first January where golf is my full-time focus. So very much stoked about that and excited for it to get going. Uh, and then find me on Twitter. It's at Rick Run Good and the Rick Run Good YouTube channel. Uh, Jeff Ulrich, you can always find on DK Live, but Jeff, where can everyone else find you uh, on top of that? Yeah, no, you can go to the DK Playbook, DK Live. Just go to Pat's stuff and then keep strolling through. You'll find me eventually. But also, I uh, should have some betting stuff up on uh, the fantasygrind.com this year. Uh, we'll, we'll see how much we get to, but I'll have some up for sure. Uh, Jeff Feinberg, you can find on the corner in Toronto, just yelling his picks out at people, probably. <laughs> and, and this show, too, you can find him. Just this show. You're not doing anything else? Nothing on the corner. Nothing on the corner? No. Yeah, you got nothing else lined up for the year? Uh, we'll see. Do people ask you all the time, like, hey, Jeff, you should do this, you should do I, this? I get, I get hit with a lot of things, but I don't, I don't want to pretend to be someone I'm not either. And I think the time in, that we do the show together is enough. I get what I feel out. Yeah, so you can watch Jeff and I every single Monday of the golf season. Probably dropping around 3 p.m. Eastern time. We'll figure out the schedule once everything comes around. It might be a bit choppy at first with the the weird tournament of champions on like the 2nd of January. It's 
just give us like the next week would be much nicer but we'll, we'll figure it out from there uh again check out everyone follow everyone on twitter who's been on the show you can find everything in the description of this video and podcast additionally if you want to get into a draw for 20 dk dollars smash the like button for the video leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section tell me what you think is the worst pick of this draft. I'm curious to see what the people think. And if you want to get into a draft for 100 DraftKings dollars, all you need to do is subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, and something nice about the show, and you will be in that draw. If you see the show on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and share it, no quote tweeting on Twitter, just a retweet, reply to that whatever message it is, with the hashtag GUP1, and you'll be in a draw for a free entry to the GUPS Corner 1 and Done. And I can't get out of here without thanking everyone at FantasyNational.com. Everyone should become a member at FantasyNational.com to make yourself competitive for the season. The most customizable stat database on the planet for golf, simulator, lineup generator, ownership projections that has all the tools, plus an easy-to-use custom model you can use to get ahead of the pack. If you play more than like $10 per week on DraftKings or wherever or even bet, you're going to want to become a member at Fantasy National. Swear to God. All right? I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. Enjoy the upcoming golf season. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.